Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. Oh, is that my turn now? <laughs> <laughs> and I am special guest, Jake Green. And this is the Buffy podcast by a Scooby, a newbie, and a person who's literally seen one and a half episodes of Buffy. <laughs> one and a half. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. I was wondering what you were going to call him, like, other than a newbie, because he's just like a... Would you call yourself an ultra newbie, Jake? I would. Oh, I don't know. No? No. No, he's an uber newbie. Uber newbie, yeah. He's an ubi. Ubi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Disgusting. (laughs) I thought of that as you were saying it. It was good. That's where I was going the whole time. Yeah, straight up. All right, here we go. So, for Jake's second... I guess we're going to call it episode of Buffy. Sure. Round we up. Have, sure. We have watched episode 21 of season three, Graduation Day Part 1. Which we told Jake was Graduation Day. Yeah, we the didn't finale. know about the Part 1 part. Obviously. Yeah, I was disappointed. <laughs> Honestly. I thought it was going to be a really long episode based on the pacing. It just did not pay off. And then, boom, credits. <laughs> right. Like, they, we, we got up to a point, and then they were like, don't you want to see what happens next? I feel like this on purpose. <laughs> Us? Because now you've roped me in, (laughs) and now I might watch the other part, and then you're like, well, you saw it. You may as well come to our podcast recording again. (laughs) Or watch season four. Yeah, and now I'm like a third member, and I didn't sign up for this. Mm. Mm. Good. Right. So we got some previously on. We got a heck of previously on here. Yeah, no, it's like, hey, you know Faith? If you don't, here you go. Which was like really good if you're Jake. Let's run it down. Faith, heckin' good dancer. Stabbed a guy. Stabbed a demon? Mm? Did we see that in the previously on? I mean, stabbed someone. You killed stabbed a man. two guys. I oh, don't care. I don't that care. That was the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Such a badass. That's what we call the Robert Paulson drop. Faith smelling her knife, of course. It's classic. Like, it's smelly and delicious. It's such a smelling action. I don't get it. It could be looking at it, but it's smelling it. And yeah, I maintain that smelling a knife out. is a thing. Is it? It's a thing that like serial killers do. No, that's like that's that's licking a knife. <laughs> That's slowly licking a knife. She was like a step away from licking. Hmm. You don't lick a knife, you just met it. (laughs) (laughs) Good advice for life. (laughs) So glad we were all in the same room while I said that. (laughs) Ah, delightful. And then we get into our episode. Oh, we also learned that uh, Buffy and Angel broke up. Oh, Oh, for reals this time, though. Oh, it was so... Yeah, it wasn't a sewer. It wasn't clear that it was a sewer from the previously on, which was, like, kind of disappointing for me, but, yeah. And it was so affecting and deeply emotional, and we're all very sad about it. Yeah. Oh, Jake, you might not know this. How old do you think Angel is? Oh, God. Like, like, like in... Because he's a vampire, right? Correct. You got that one. So thousands of years? Okay, you're actually overestimating. Yeah, Hundreds of years. Yes. No, yeah, you highballed. It's all good. 240, and then he spent like 100 years getting tortured in a hell dimension. No, or hell adjacent no, but dimension. like 272 is our baseline. Because... Is that why like, he's, he's like so smolder all the time? <laughs> all right, listen, I didn't want to have to do this, but you leave me no choice. Here comes the smolder. Has he been tortured for a century? Possibly. No, he was like that before. He was. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's just like the master of brooding. He spent 80 years brooding. <laughs> because he like got a soul forced upon him. Then he was like, oh, I did so many bad things for 80 years. Okay. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's garbage. So in season one and two, he was completely useless until he gained his soul and then lost it. Anyway. We're getting off track a little bit. Wait, How... wait. Okay, yeah. <laughs> go go ahead. I know where you're going with this. How old do you think Buffy is? Yeah. So, 
They're in high school. Correct. They're graduating. Ooh, this yeah, episode. No. Yeah. That's a big clue. Uh, 17? 18. 18. So well, she's well, not a I, minor. Yeah. But wait, but this this is the this is the third season. Yes. Yeah. So she was a minor. <laughs> yes. She was sixteen. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about this relationship now? Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't know. Once you get past, let's say, two hundred years, <laughs> all bets are off. I mean, that's you're being generous. I I certainly am. <laughs> Physically, though, he's only like 28, which is totally reasonable oh, yeah. for a 16-year-old. They, they look... Actually, she, she still looks younger than him. She is. She's older than 18. Obviously, Sarah Michelle Gellar. But she's yeah. still, well, like, at least 5 to 10 years younger than David Boreanaz. Mm, yeah. yeah. Something like that. So we're pretty uncomfortable with the whole relationship. And yeah. the on-again, off-again, will-they-won't-they they has been pretty gross the entire time. Right, so Actually, so as a 16 to 18-year-old girl... Her being so moody, I get. But when you're 200 and, what was it, 72, 40, yeah. 72, you gotta have your shit together. You mm. can't be, be pulling off that, you're we're just, done forever. You're singing the same tune that we have for a year. <laughs> it's almost as if I've listened to every single episode. Wouldn't that be crazy? That'd be insane. He just drops this, like, bomb on us that he's our biggest fan. <laughs> he is TK. <gasps> <laughs> He doesn't even know what that means. TK, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know what it means. Okay, episode, okay episode, wow. episode. Yeah, no. This is going to be the longest fucking episode we've ever done. All right. Xander, getting graduation Fuck, gear. Cordy's here. Cordelia is the girl's name. Yeah. That you probably Dark-haired didn't learn. Dark-haired girl? Nope. Dark-haired girl Red dress? Safe. Red dress. Yeah. Almost pink dress? Red dress? Red, yeah, yeah. We okay. would debate that. That's the In one. this scene, she's wearing like an orange twin set with like a schoolgirl skirt because they've decided to like, you know, age her down again or attempt to. It's garbage. She's older than us at yeah. this point in the episode and playing an 18-year-old. It's, so. okay. it's not super believable. I did not realize how detailed my notes should have been <laughs> on the attire. <laughs> More detail. Covered. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> it. I know what everyone is wearing at all times in every scene. Okay. <laughs> Xander's not hyped about graduation day, though. He, Why not? He thinks he's going to hundo P die. Bringing us into our first segment of the Shit, evening. you always set me up for it. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. So, Jake, Michaela, what do you mm. think this ep- this segment's about? Uh, how... His name's Xander, right? Yeah, good. The, yeah. the good. skinny Joey. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> skinny Joey, yes. Yeah. How he, throughout the entire episode, is has a bad feeling about this. Yeah, this is the part of the episode where we talk about the doomsaying as character on screen. Okay, yeah. Mm. In this case, Xander is running away with that reward. He is very doomsay-y. Mm, yeah. For sure. Yeah, he's not having a good feeling about any of this stuff. The graduation day, he's pretty sure he's going to die before he leaves high school. And oh, positive. No one wants that. Especially not like a 28-year-old man. Now, I wonder, I mean, so Xander, this is news to Jake, Xander hasn't gotten into any colleges. So all of his friends have gotten into all these colleges, they're going to college. And Xander doesn't have anything in front of him. So maybe his, like, assumption that he's going to be killed is just because he can't see where his life is going after this. That's deep. Sometimes we do this. <laughs> <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> Sometimes we have real thoughts, but most of the time we just talk about everyone's clothes. Clothes, yeah. yeah. Speaking of clothes, mm. this next little bit with Willow and a girl who you don't know is named Harmony, Greg, but she's named Harmony. I So my name is not Greg. Just going to point that out to the audience. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, blonde haired. She's like got really super long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. This distinguishes her from Buffy. This this is like the red pajama outfit, right? Yes. This is the one set of clothing Good. I made a comment on. Good, because yeah. it's crazy, right? It's super crazy. It's like if Candied Hearts was a outfit, <laughs> that'd be her outfit. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like it's one piece, but it's not. It's, it's two. two pieces mm-hmm. of the same material. Really more concise. High-waisted. Really high-waisted. Probably has like a drawstring. Mm, it definitely like, has yeah, a drawstring. If she was like yeah. smoking peyote mm. and wearing that, you'd be like, sure, I get it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So she's, what, signing Willow's yearbook. Willow is signing her yearbook. And they're sharing all of the nostalgia for high school and saying how they should have gotten to know each other better. It's that garbage that you tell people on the last day of high school when, yeah. like, some person you've never spoken to signs you your book, and you're like, oh, you. <laughs> we should have hung out more. This is our chance now. We'll definitely see each other this summer before we go to college. <laughs> you've all been there. Lies. Yeah. It is pretty relatable, though. Yo, I no, liked it. For sure. And, I mean, Buffy sort of, like, makes fun of her for it, being like, don't you hate her? And she's like, yeah, but whatever. Buffy doesn't really, like, get this whole thing she's really over it yeah mm-hmm. she's also pretty concerned about all of the ascension type stuff that might be happening so we'll give her a pass on that yeah willow's handbag though purse furby <sighs> dead furby dead furby whatever you want to call it gremlin yeah maybe? yeah it's okay sparkly there are sparkly bits to it yeah and then the non-sparkly bits which is quite a bit of it are just long faux fur like very long, hairy handbag. Mm-hmm. Tribble was mentioned yes. while we were watching it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've an outbreak of the Tribbles. It's disturbing. Where did she get it? Where does it go? Does it turn alive at night? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least it wouldn't be something she killed to make a bag out of in that case. Or then, mm, that's more troublesome because she's putting things inside of it and carrying them around. Ugh. So that's pretty gross. It's yeah. awful no matter which it's way you bad. slice it. It's bad. Oh, and we learned that the mayor will be delivering the commencement speech at the graduation. Oh, how great for the students. Woo! What an honor. Super convenient. For the mayor. <laughs> now, it's really convenient. John, what did you think about the mayor? <laughs> what do you know of him, I'll say? Uh, he seems pretty chipper. Arrogant. Definitely arrogant. Mm-hmm. You're saying up to this point in the episode or in, in general? In general, I'll say. Yeah, kind of an asshole. <laughs> really likes eating bugs. He was mentioned at least twice in that episode. He had to eat spiders, and then there was a clip of him with like legs hanging out of his mouth. So the thing that's delightful about that is that it's never been mentioned that he likes to eat bugs before. So he there was another episode where he was getting this box of Gavrock. Gavrock. Right. And sort of questionable, scary things were inside of it. It was hinted at throughout the entire episode. And then it turns out there are these head-sized spiders that eat people's faces and are bad news. Okay. And we see a couple of these escape and they get dealt with. And there's no mention of anything being eaten until Buffy mentions it? Question mark. So I actually spoiled this for Dave. Mm. last episode i was like oh yeah those things he's gonna eat and dave was like what <laughs> I'm like, oh. why would he do that right but then yeah buffy just knows buffy just seems to know about it yeah and it makes literally zero sense mm-hmm. because at, even at that point they don't know like what demon he's gonna become so they don't know what the rituals oh, yeah, are the, the ritual that's right and like all they know is that there's this box of gavrock that has like 50 billion of those spider <laughs> things in it allegedly this is what the mayor said last time 50 billion yeah and so he doesn't have to eat that many he probably ate like four mm-hmm. <laughs> the, legs were, the legs were huge though yeah he was mowing down 
I really like the way that it's shot when he's eating them because he's clearly just got two plastic legs hanging out of his mouth in the first shot and he's wiggling them and then the second shot is like licorice and he's actually eating it. Yeah, it's gross. Okay, I I mean, we're doing this now. That like boy band vampire who is in the room with him, just like, what? Who is this guy? Like, who takes this guy seriously as a vampire goon? Where did he come from? I'm done with him now. I like the amount of boy band in this episode because we've Mm. also got Iceman, a.k.a. Oz, coming up. And he has the frostiest tips. They're so frosty. Oh, man. (laughs) Frosty like heck. Frosty like the snowman. He is just insane looking. And Jake, this is a guy who has different hair frequently these are the first time we've seen him with frosted tips it's not a good yeah look. so we've seen like blonde oz we've seen like pretty gingery oz we've, we've seen, seen facial hair yeah oz a couple dark times. haired oz but never never frosted and I'm, maybe... I'm actually i'm surprised because frosted tips that was like the thing in the 90s wasn't it mm. i think it's a thing of the early 2000s because it's oh. very much like I can imagine like boy bands with frosted tips, right? So like the Bagsy Boys and NSYNC yep. seemed like the era. And like that stuff was only really starting like super late 90s, which would be about the same time that that episode aired. Sense, Buffy's so. usually ahead of its time fashion wise. Yeah. Well, mm, <laughs> I say ahead of its time. It's hard to know. There are know? things that come up later in general fashion that we see in Buffy and are horrified by. <laughs> I'm not saying they were ever good choices, though. And, I mean, you know, they have to have different outfits for all the characters every episode. So, like, sometimes things are going to be fucking crazy. (laughs) Sometimes all of Buffy's outfits will be fucking crazy. Yeah. So Faith is calling on this stuffy professor, man. Okay, I have a lot of questions about this. Go for it. So, it's night. Mm -hmm. This girl shows up who does not look like a student. Mm. And then... Well, okay, maybe maybe she could pass as a student. But then she's like, oh, I work for the mayor. And you're like, I'm sorry. How yeah. much leather are you wearing? <laughs> you, why are you showing up at night at my house? Yep. Leather pants and leather jacket, Yes, I'll say. Yeah. And then, and then he lets her in and she creepily asks, are we alone here? Creepily or suggestively? Yeah, good point. All the leather... Could have, could have thought something else. Like, does he, he take it? Oh, he definitely takes it like that. She, He says that he's a confirmed bachelor. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Bachelor yeah. for life. And in like a in like a creepy way where you're just like, oh, buddy, <laughs> this is not going where you think it might be going. No. Instead, it's coming into our second segment of the evening. This is the, like, fastest fucking segment bullshit. <laughs> Knife to meet you. <laughs> Man, I hate those new 1X robots. I'd like to stab him. Give him some of these. Ha-ha! Parole officer says I gotta upgrade or he won't give me back my stabbing knife. Okay, I'm not mad. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, Jack, you saw that Faith, in the previously on, had this awesome knife. She threw it into the bug on the wall, and then Buffy shows up with it later, and she's like, that's mine, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you see her new knife in this episode, and what do we all think of it? It's garbage. Good garbage. And Mark, what do you think? I didn't even realize there was a remarkable knife. Oh, it's a dollar store knife. No, wait, wait, wait. Do you mean the remarkable knife that Faith lost last episode? Oh, no, I I know it's that one. That one's gaudy as all hell. (laughs) But then the one that she pulls out and stabs the stuffy professor with? It's just a knife. Well, this was her replacement for that really sweet knife. It's plastic, like obviously plastic. Oh, yeah. And literally dollar store. This also goes and continues a grand tradition in Buffy at this point of having 
garbage knives and swords. Because last season finale, they were like, take this epic sword. Arthur carried it in legend. And it's the dollar store's chintziest <laughs> piece of crap bad. we've ever yeah. seen. I mean, at least this time they clearly blew their knife budget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On like a different knife. And then they're like, fuck. She needs to kill this volcanologist. Somehow. With another knife that we will see for literally 30 seconds. Let's just cheap out on it. Yeah. And so they went down to the Dollarama or whatever they have in the States. Right. Dollar tree. Dollar. Yeah. Barn. Boat. Ooh. Moat? Boats! <laughs> I mean... Dollar trench. Yeah. <laughs> dollar, dollar pit. Dollar barn actually sounds like potentially legit in your defense. Yeah. But I'd like to reiterate that I did not say moat. <laughs> I, I really like dollar pit now. <laughs> it has like some good imagery associated yeah. with it. Just wade down into the pit. Mm. Come back out with some garbage. Especially garbage knives. Anyway, yeah, Faith pulls a Skylar on this guy, or an Alan slash Robert, Robert Paulson, and stabs the fuck out of him. Faith has stabbed a lot of people yeah, in a remarkably I've, short time span. I've noticed, basically this entire episode was her stabbing things. So, mm. she stabbed a man who she thought was a vampire in error. Mm -hmm. This is how this all started. Oh, that's and then, the, okay. since then, once she like went off that cliff, it was just like plummeting downwards. Wait, once so Buffy said to her, you killed a man, and she said... I don't care. Yeah, that's when it really Wait, took a dive. So she started off trying to kill vampires? Yeah. Killed a man by mistake. Correct. Yes. And now it was like this. all total evil? Yes. Is that how that works? Yes. <sighs> that's basically my complaint with it as well. <laughs> like Because that... it, it went from zero to a hundred really fast. Mm. So she wasn't a villain before this? No, she came in as a second slayer that was nominally troubled. on the good team. Yeah. She was a troubled, like troubled upbringing and, like, not a bad person. Like, she wanted to kill demons. You know, mm -hmm. she wanted to, like, hang out with the cool good guys or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she inadvertently kills this man, thinking he's a vampire. And then <sighs> weights down his body, dumps it in the river, and is forevermore a bad guy, basically. And now works for someone who wants to become a demon? Correct. Yeah, that's logical. Yeah. Yeah. She does have major mom trubs. And later in the episode when the mayor calls her firecracker and she goes off on this like, oh yeah, my mom used to that. call me that. Yeah, that's like bad news <laughs> for Faith. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be associated with Faith's mom. Although, my dead mother hits harder than that is a classic line classic, from Faith. Classic stuff, yeah. It's the sort of thing where like, she probably has like parental figure issues in general hence why this whole like mayor being her dad thing is happening yeah i got that vibe when she came out with that outfit on oh yeah mm. let's jump right into that I think that's it's, our next scene. it is it's a garbage outfit he's like terrible. oh come out you look so beautiful for the ascension no faith looks good in dark lipstick as much leather as you can cram onto a single person i agree yep possibly translucent or non-existent shirt that was a good look for her too you did Notice I watched that episode back and it's basically not true. You basically lied to me. It's literally see-through. It, it is so not. Okay, well, let's just talk about this dress. The um, pink garbage flower dress. Like, it's too big. Yeah, it's ill-fitting. It's ill-fitting. It's the But it's the kind of dress that, like, your parent would, like, lay out on your bed and be like, oh, you're going to look so precious in this. Mm -hmm. Like, If you have something called the commencement or the ascension. Exactly. This is super an ascension dress, I guess. And it makes her look young, which is also sort of, like, a thing your parent wants, right? Your parent mm -hmm. doesn't want you to, like, grow up too fast. But, I mean, he's <laughs> not weird. her real dad, so that's kind of weird. And Way too late for Faith, though. <laughs> 
I also, I couldn't get, I got the feeling of both he wanted to be her father and also wanted to be, like, her lover. Incorrect. He's a family man. So oh, they, like, he? they, like, really squashed that mm-hmm. entire idea probably, like, second episode that they were, like, hanging out together. Because she makes, like, a creepy sugar daddy joke. And he's just like, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Super weird. We're not doing that. Correct. That That's really not what's happening. He's genial, though. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a genial person. And is friendly towards Faith and wants the best for her. But not in a creepy way. Well, other than that, he's completely evil. Yeah. So, following on the grand tradition of Xander on a skateboard... We now come to Willow riding a bike. Where did she get this bike? Kids have bikes. But she Kids bike all the time. She's never been on a bike before. Right now, she's chosen to ride her bike to school on like the last day of school. How much better is this than Xander riding a skateboard though? Even even Mike here has watched Xander ride a skateboard. I'd like to reiterate that my name is Jake, just in case the audience didn't pick that up. I've got five left. You only have five left. I mean, I haven't been using mine. You've had some of mine, though, mm. but I have a lot more than that. Good. All right. I'm gonna I need just need to, to refer to Dean you. more often. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have Dean. Good job. Oh, wow. So, right. Willow bikes past, and Perry comes up to her and is like, oh, Willow, you helped me so much. And he's a recurring character that we've seen before. Matt here definitely got it in one when he asked if willow had some sort of doppelganger before that beat him up because yeah yeah like the insight in just like i mean i guess it maybe it was really obvious like yeah you just knew that she had a doppelganger it was amazing it was amazing he he mentioned how in the past she had beat him up and she seemed somewhat shy about the idea and wanted to correct him but then didn't like Mm. obviously She had a doppelganger. That doppelganger was probably, like, the bad girl version of her. (laughs) Because she's so innocent. And that bad girl version beat up the jock. That's, right? Hot OP. That's, like, you should have seen the leather she was wearing. Oh, yeah. I I imagine, like, leather, dark makeup, maybe lipstick or something. (gasps) It's like you've seen it. I don't know. It's almost like I've watched every episode of the show. Are you fucking with us or not? I can't (laughs) tell. Well, we can find out next scene when Xander comes into class. We got some questions about this, but first I will ask Jeff if he knows who this ex-demon lady is. What can you tell me about a person that I usually call Anya? Anya? I don't know why you would call her that. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost as if that's her name. It's almost as if she's never named in this episode. (gasps) No, she. I didn't think of that at all. Xander says it at the end. Oh. He's like, Anya, what are you doing here? But it's like, no, no, no. Does he really just say, what are you doing here? Yes. Wow. And then oh, Willow calls her evil girl. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They like, never no say her, her name. name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got the impression. So she was a demon. Correct. She became human. Correct. Mm. Is still very uncomfortable with the idea of being human. Very mm. correct. Doesn't really know what's going on. Yes. Wanted to take out Xander for some kind of sports or entertainment. Date. Let's yeah. call it. Okay. She was getting there. Yeah. But yeah. She so, seems like a, a swell girl slash demon. She is a thousand years old. Used to be a human. We saw her as a demon in a fun episode this season. And now she is a human again as a result of the Scooby's actions earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. She is very uncomfortable being a human, but she's trapped in the body of a 12th grade girl and thus gets all the hormones that come with that and is just ravaged by them. She is very upset that 
she like wants to hang out with Xander, but she still wants to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got that vibe. They the went first to prom time they together. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Because Xander had no one to go with, and she was like, "Well." I hear you have no one to go with, and I'd really like to go to prom, even though it's really stupid, but will you just take me? <laughs> yeah. That's good times. And yeah, Xander's stressed and he's snippy with her, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so the teacher says something. He says that they've already had their finals, but class is not over yet. If you have like a final paper, sometimes it's due before the end of class. Why and are you this still is, in like, class? English or some shit. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I had classes that, like, were meaningless. Why did you go to them? Well, I don't know. To play Hangman. (laughs) Obviously, right? Yo, this is that teacher that I think looks like Pierce Brosnan. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh! He's super recurring, too. This is his fourth time on Buffy. No way! Yeah. I mean, not anymore after this, because they're graduating. Yeah. When when were his other times? I forget. There's a couple. I think there was maybe one. Was he the Shing comb guy? No, that's a different guy. Oh. I don't know. There's another episode where I like went on a big old rant about how he looked like Pierce Brosnan and you had no idea who I was talking about. Yeah, I don't listen to you. That's this fine. Is the problem. Or like notice people. Correct. Yeah. What His hair is not distinct enough. What are you doing here? But he has a beard. He does have a beard. He's the only He's... bearded person in the show. Isn't he, he is the old only beardman. See, like, Chad is paying way more attention than you. I don't even have that one. That's good. <laughs> Chad. I'm way better at this than you. <laughs> I didn't pick it up at first. You're calling me different names. I mean, the first few, we definitely called you the same. Yeah. Perhaps, I don't know, real name. Quote, unquote. (laughs) A bunch of times. But yeah, no, we've uh, thrown that out. Mm -hmm. So you know about British folk, right, Jeff? I've, yes, I do. And apparently they all are like stuck up. (laughs) Were those rounded glasses, suspenders, and that same dumbass accent. You're correct. So this season, they have introduced Wesley. Why? God, if I know. He seems... <laughs> Not the boy. He seems completely redundant. He, he is. seems like a younger version of the other one. Right. Actually, I have a note here somewhere where the first one... Uh, Giles. Yes. Giles looks like he was a prick British dude, like the other prick British dude, but then he got cool. You are so on point with this. Okay. You're kind of backwards there. He was a rebellious and very into magic... Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. Magic is also drugs in this universe, of course. Yes, magic is commonly a metaphor for drugs. Right. Yeah. And then he got stuffy and British when he joined the Watchers Council. Watchers are there ostensibly to help the Slayers, but we'll get into that a bit later. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. Right. So he started off as Buffy's Watcher and was very stuffy and British, much in the way of the younger model, but then has a very, like, fatherly relationship with Buffy and defied the Watcher's Council in order to help her, and so they fired him. Okay, that makes sense. And they brought in this new scrub, and no one likes him. Is the entire council just made up of clones of that guy? Potentially. I think a bunch of them are actually older. I don't really remember, and Michaela's not saying, or she legitimately doesn't remember. I'm not sure which. I mean, they're garbage, yeah. right? We Well, we met one, QT, oh, right? God, he QT. was older, and... Awful. So the thing about, about Wes is that he's... He's a pretty fresh watcher, and, like, he doesn't know anything. Oh, so right? he does it by the book. It's a piece of cake and make a pretty cake. If the way is hazy, you gotta do the cooking by the book. You know you can't be lazy. He's, like, got no field experience. Mm-hmm. He's basically got no wisdom at all. 
it's played for a joke most of the time. Just like, oh, look at this goofball. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, like the the whole introducing, to me, introducing the British people when they're fencing <laughs> was just perfect and over the top. I will note quickly that Wesley needs to be an angel, which starts in the fall of 99 and we're currently in the spring of 99. So he goes off to be in that TV show with Angel the Vampire oh. because it's a spinoff and they need a watcher. So they've also introduced Wes for that. And then let's get into the fact that Giles is only doing prop acting. So we've had Food Watch 2017 because after Giles got fired, he stopped giving a fuck. And like the actor question mark stopped giving a fuck. Okay. So he just showed up with a lollipop, a banana, and then tea all in successive episodes. Like he would just be prop acting for no reason. And now he's got fencing foils, which come up later, but like could have been omitted. Right? And, like, this sweater that he's wearing (laughs) is just so, like, frumpy and gigantic. Like, what is he doing with that sweater on? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, he's just gone to a really chill whatever sort of place, and it's great. it is. Super great. Xander comes in, Anya lived through an ascension, blah, blah, blah. Mayor talks to Peace Nye, gets told to call the mayor Richard, which he's very excited about and is most excellent. But he's nice getting, like, some spooky vibes off the mayor, maybe? But, like, in another sense, this is sort of, like, everything Peace and I wants, mm. right? He wants this person who is an authority figure above him to be praising him and saying what a great job he's been doing and that, like, he'll be rewarded. <laughs> oh, is Peace and Quark? <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. I Principal Snyder. <laughs> so I was lost legitimately there. forgot. <laughs> no, it's okay, Alan. You figured it out. <laughs> Alan's bad. Alan was a real person yeah. on this show who was not named until after death. Listen, whatever. It's all good. All names are fair game. So the mayor visits the library, which obviously, mm. like, yeah. He doesn't give a shit. These, no. these fucking dummies are sitting around in the library constantly. So the library is not con- protected against vampires who can't enter homes, as in Bram Stoker's Dracula. They yep. can't enter okay. a place without being invited. Yep. But they can walk into and out of the school at will. So the library is in no way consecrated or protected from vampires, their most common enemy. And fucking everyone knows that they meet there, even though there's a very tenuous connection for why they meet there, which is like Giles was fired, but he still works as the librarian. He's still the librarian. And like that was his sort of like way of coming to Sunnydale to be Buffy's watcher is that he's also the librarian at her school. That makes sense. And so, yeah, this became their like base of operations. So many times they've been like, Attacked by vampires in the library. Snatched by vampires in the library. So many things to do with vampires. But, like, he has a bunch of magic books. <laughs> I imagine those weren't a part of the library, right? He brought them those with are him, his. I think. No, this is the other thing, right? So like, we could just have them in his home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are not very smart vampire slayers. No. no. And then Faith goes from being good and hanging out in the library to being evil. And they know that she's working with the mayor. And these dummies are never going to learn, like, don't live in the library. Until next episode, I know it gets blown up. Boom. Whoa. Boom. You can't. That's a huge spoiler. You can't say that. What are you doing? I'm going crazy. I'm going off the rails, Michaela. Oh, my God. Those are some crazy eyes. Fucking A, they are. I regret everything. There's a great music drop when the mayor shows up, and it's just real good. He just saunters in there. Yeah. He's being all gloaty. He says he's going to eat Buffy. 
Giles picks up the fencing foil that, of course, was set up and stabs the mayor with it. But jokes, mayor is immortal. Okay, don't fencing foils have a <laughs> the blunted tip? For, for precisely this reason. This reason. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I was thinking about that, but then I'm like, oh, well, they just wanted to have this, like, reminder this guy can't be killed. <laughs> just in case you guys wondered. Yeah, and or in case you didn't know. In case you're someone like Bill over here mm. who has not seen any of the rest of the season. Yeah, I had no and idea. needs to be caught up. I was wondering why, A, they didn't just kill him. <laughs> and then yeah. tried and to. B, why he doesn't just kill them. Mm. He's so confident, though. He doesn't need to kill them yet. Everyone in this show is just stupid. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he sort of comes in and has like a dad off with Giles. <laughs> He's like, my kid's better than your kid. Also, and I'm going to eat your kid when yeah, I turn into a so. demon. Yeah, it was that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... it's Sometime crazy. around here, they learn that they haven't actually faced any real demons ever. It's they, been... They bring Anya in. Tainted demons. Yeah, Anya's like, real like, demons oh, are yeah. fucking scary. I know a lot of stuff. I know way more exposition than Giles does. <laughs> oh, poor Giles. <laughs> Giles usually gets all the exposition, and now Anya's taking it away Yo, it from was them. spread all over the place yeah, today. It was thick. Wes got some, Willow got some, damn. Oz damn. even did exposition about the poison, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Minorly. Eh, he found things in enough. the book. He yeah. had lines. He okay? had lines. And we're all thankful for we're that. We're all thankful for that. Can't believe he's going to be in a whole other season. Listen, it's all good. Red alert! Some may say it's pink. I really wrote that it's pink, but like we can have a red alert. It's in the red family. So Cordelia, we all know Cordelia, right? Nick. Oh, I thought that was the name you gave me just for a second. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we give you four letter white guy names. That makes sense. Yeah. I was I was taken aback. Yeah. Cordelia is the name of the character, Cordy. That makes sense. Uh, it's terrible. We see her twice this episode, and this is the second time. I don't know what she's talking about, but she's wearing a Hellafly red dress and... Cordy's color is red. Like, it looks so good on Charisma Carpenter, her actress, that we've started just calling it out with red alerts. And I have no other notes on this scene. Anyone else? Uh, no, that's good. Cool. All right, moving on. <laughs> Buffy packs Joyce's stuff up. She needs Joyce to leave town immediately because there's, you know, bad shit happening. And so this scene is sort of like the culmination of Buffy and Joyce's journey throughout this season right because mm. we start this season off buffy has run away because last season she was forced to kill angel right after he got his soul back and like sent him to a hell dimension and joyce wasn't accepting of buffy being gay i mean a slayer, oh, slayer yeah. sorry slayer <laughs> <laughs> a Buffy basically comes out to her mom because she kills a vampire in front of her and then has to tell her about being gay slash a slayer or whatever i see yeah it's yeah. a metaphor um <laughs> a lot of these in the show yeah, Slayer, yeah. and then so buffy feels rejected by her mom. I wonder why. Is it because Joyce says, if you leave this house, never come back? She does say that. So hmm. Buffy runs away to Question Mark City. LA? LA? <laughs> Question Mark City. Has an adventure there and then returns. And so things between Buffy and Joyce were pretty strained, like especially at the beginning. And so now we've gotten to this point where Buffy's saying like, you need to let me do this on my own. You need to trust me with this. And Joyce is going along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was definitely very mom of the whole, I'm going to kill a demon thing. Yeah. Joyce is good mom. Oh, Joyce is generally good mom. I mean, we're still not sure. Yeah. Right? So last episode, was it last episode? Maybe. Joyce basically like went to see Angel and was like, yo. Oh, yeah. This thing is fucked up. You need to oh, stop this. Their their crazy relationship? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you know what, Joyce? I don't know why you're waiting until now for this, but good. <laughs> you tell him. 
So I'm pretty on Team Joyce right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next scene, we get a classic Amy mention. Ooh, rat watch. Yeah, follow along with hashtag Amy rat. Hey, hashtag Amy rat. <laughs> so Amy was a high schooler, turned herself into a rat to oh, escape being herself. burned okay, at yes. the stake for being a witch. And is now a rat and will be a rat until season seven. Why are you spoiling everything for me? <laughs> because it's crazy that they leave this human to be a rat for this long. Yeah. And like, does the rat eat rat food? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. But does this person still have human thoughts? Question mark. I don't know. Michaela's is not telling. Because that just seems like torture. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrifying, and I'm looking forward to the season seven episode where we finally get to see Amy come back. Do they treat her like a person? No. At any point? No. Like, that was a person. She's a rat now. No, Willow gets her a cute bell, yeah. and then they've got her this, like, what, jungle gym to go around in? Rabbit trail. Yeah. So initially, like maybe in the first episode where this happens, like there's a very strong sort of thing like, oh, we need to change Amy back. But like an episode later, Willow has completely disconnected from the fact that Amy is a person trapped Mm -hmm. in a rat body. So is Amy conscious? Is that really horrifying? Yeah, if it's true, it is. Let's just hope it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Who's to say? Who's to say? Willow's freaking out. She can't find any magic to stop this ascension thing because she's a pretty low-level witch right now. Oz is not freaking out. Disconnect and freaking outness. And then, (gasps) third and final segment of the evening, sexy times. (laughs) Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Afternoon delight. Mm. So, if you couldn't tell, they had never done this before. Oh, no, I realize that. Yeah. yeah. Choo-choo, train enters tunnel, oil derrick, spaceship <laughs> enters the wormhole, snake goes into the snake tube. <laughs> snake tube is disgusting. Yep. Let me just start by saying that. Yeah, the, uh, I wanted to do things that happen after high school line confused me. Because it, it's high school, right? Willow's been pretty on board for, like, kissing Oz and having sex with Oz but for a lot of the wrong reasons she and Xander used to have a thing and it was terrible and gross and it was awful and we hated it yeah that seems like a bad idea yeah Yeah, it was was awful anyway so she was often trying to use Oz to like feel better about that in some way and this is the first time that they've actually connected and yeah you know I mean like snake hole so the whole the whole point of them waiting to have sex was that they were waiting for like the right time and this feels like a knee jerk to (laughs) Oh, we're maybe going to die in two days, so let's do this. Yeah, that seems like the best time, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. What else are you going to have if you're going to die? But, right? But, like, when else? That's not like, (laughs) oh, what a special magical moment we have here. It's like, well, we're probably going to die. Or, like, you know, pretty likely to die. So we should just get this out of the way. It seems magical enough afterwards. But didn't you hear Oz afterwards? Like, it changed everything. Everything. (laughs) You were really taken in by Seth Green's performance. I was, yes. I kept on thinking that that's the pilot for Mass Effect, and that's all I could think the entire episode. <laughs> but yeah, she warmed the frost on his tips. <laughs> I was actually earlier thinking about how now that his tips are frosted, oh, like it's all so gross. <laughs> But just the tips. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? I was going to avoid all of this because it is super 
super disgusting. Have you ever considered, like, when you say things like that, how many people collectively cringe in the world? <laughs> no. I think it's safe to say no. And let's get into Angel bumping into a door, because why? What? <laughs> fuck. Like Buffy's gone to investigate the stuffy professor's apartment in a crazy blue coat. Okay, but this is a different crazy blue coat than there... that that natchy crazy blue oh, coat she was wearing. She has so many coats. Like so many huge coats. <sighs> she has upwards of 50 coats. Like she'll go through <laughs> to an episode easily. How does a high schooler buy all this stuff? That's a good question. Her mom hmm. owns and operates an art gallery. They have their own house. It's just the two of them. Where's all the money? alimony from the divorced dad yeah i i mean we have a lot of theories about this <laughs> one of our theories is that housing prices in sunnydale are rock bottom because of all the, un, the all the suspicious oh deaths. yeah that makes so much sense yes. right uh also like art gallery sounds like such a front right yeah <laughs> so many choices into some heavy shit heavy shit yeah <laughs> Okay, so Angel shows up, for some reason bumps into a door to set up a minor gag about him being clumsy. It doesn't make any sense. Not a lick of it. All that I could think was that it's sort of like a, oh look, Angel can be funny. Like, look at the range he has. Because (laughs) at the end of this episode, the first trailer for Angel was shown. (gasps) It lasted four seconds. It was David Boreanaz turning towards the camera saying, Angel, this fall. <laughs> now, that sounds awful. This is in the midst of an episode where Angel is like question mark on the brink of death. Yeah. So that, yeah. that really just like. <laughs> Kneecaps that. Oh man. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> right? Like, oh, hey guys, this guy's going to go have his own show. But, ooh, look. Maybe vampire he'll die. Poison. Yeah. <laughs> Garbage. Amazing. They leave the apartment. And Buffy is a very dark show in yeah. general. Like, you haven't seen this, Yorg, but it is very dark and it's <laughs> low contrast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to stop back, right there. Back the fuck up. Yorg? <laughs> That's not... Can you spell that for me? J-O-R-G? Yeah, it's, it's how it sounds. Okay. I mean, I figured, yeah. <clears throat> is that a name? I think you're reaching. I have so many more names that you have not said. W- would that Yorg. be... Would that be like a I Swedish? Got it from the IT or... crowd. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Jorg is Norwegian a Norwegian name. Yeah, that's a new one for me. Maybe Russian. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so Buffy's a very dark show, low contrast, so it's often yep. just pitch black, and we see it later in the episode. They go outside at night, and it is crystal clear. Yeah, it's like it might as well be day. They threw a blue filter over the lens Mm. and called it a day. And I'm so much happier with it because I can can see see what's going on. Like so much of the time they're like in a graveyard. You're like, who's who's being punched? Right. I'm not. Hmm. Yeah. They're in a creepy serial killer house and you're like, did that vampire die? Question mark. Yeah. Turns out no. No, never. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really proud of them for doing this. Also, they're in the downtown Sunnydale set. Yeah. And I think they're right next to the hardware store that Xander robbed yes. when he was in the Zeppo. Ah, uh, that explains why I had to make a note of the hardware store. Correct, <laughs> because it's it less never, for you. It, I watched the entire episode. <laughs> like, this hardware store is not coming back. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. But I think it's the same hardware store that was robbed yeah, that by Zeppo. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And because they would have the same storefronts. Sure. Right? Like, yeah. and we see the espresso pump over and over again. All espresso the pump? It's the coffee shop downtown. Oh, that has an awful name. This And this is like sort of like 
when the pump and go when he, oh, that's what Dave thought it was called. It's disgusting, <laughs> so gross. But yeah, this so is much when worse. this is when something like Starbucks was starting to get popular, right? Mm. Because Buffy and Willow will often be like, "Ooh, let's go have mochas," as if like it's super hip, right? Mm. It's the hippest oh, thing they yeah. can do. It was hip back then. Yeah. Anyway, we get a solid message for you, sir. And Angel gets shot with an arrow. Yeah, this, like, I mean, this conversation, I don't want to call it that, that they're having (laughs) before this is such garbage. And it's exactly the point you were making earlier of, like, this man is how old? Yeah. And he, he gets mad at her and drops his box. (laughs) And, and like, storms away. He's like, stop being such a brat. And you're like, sir, who's the fucking brat? She is also. Listen, I'm not saying. He's like, am I around too much or not enough? Yes. Yes, what? You don't get me. (laughs) She's 18 years old. Yeah, no, it makes sense for her to be dumb. And, like, pot kettle, you know? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's. I'm just saying neither of them come off particularly well and you're like, this was a terrible relationship from And then day when one. Angel gets shot with an arrow, you're like, thank God. Right? At least it stops this nonsense. Yeah. And yeah, no, this bow just keeps coming back. Mm, Faith with her bow. Yeah. I love the like three shot <laughs> zoom in on the like up above Angel's shoulder to into the sign to into the one letter on the sign that Faith is standing behind. <laughs> and, and, and for some reason, there's a vampire with her. Who knows why? Just to make that line, like, you missed his heart. That was it. That's the only reason he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I mean, maybe they just wanted to, like, really drive home that, like, she was not intending to kill him, you know? That, like, she has some sort of other spooky plan. Vamp poison. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. Ah, oh, it's a garbage. Problematic. Anyways. Yeah, they take him back, Angel, back to the library and take the arrow out. But oh no, it was poison, van poison. Mayor can be killed post-ascension, which is, you know, good because he can't be killed now. And like so far, all of their all their research has really been focused on like stopping the ascension from even happening. Mm. Because I think their assumption was if the mayor ascends, he'll be an invulnerable demon. Yeah. And then we're all fucked. But no. demons but, can be called, killed with volcanoes. Right. As we've learned. Which we're going to see with, I mean, they're right beside the classic Sunnydale volcano. Yeah. So that's pretty. Uh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going to destroy the school. Oh. The volcanic explosion. And you probably don't know this, but the, the mayor is a giant snake trapped in a human body. I, so, hope, I hope that was a lie. I think that this episode has shown that to be unequivocally untrue. Okay, after the ritual of Gavrock, though, he is fully a snake inside a human body. So this body. entire time, Dave has been just insistent that the mayor is a giant snake trapped in a tiny man body now now wait why because i remember things jake i've seen this show like 10 years ago and i remember things with crystal fucking clarity the mayor is going to potentially transform into something oh into a demon yep right is that demon a giant snake? Is it Maybe. super long? Does with that this book mean with the foldouts? Ah, that's right. Does that mean that he is a giant snake trapped inside a tiny man body? Yes. No. QED. No. no. QED. No. <laughs> Fucking garbage. I said QED. You can't go back on that. They literally said <laughs> he's gonna become a demon. Not his demon form will rip free of its tiny man bonds. Well, we'll have to see who's right next episode, or. With the Taylor Kingston review. Oh. Really anyway. <laughs> so why? It's two episodes. You little mother. So we do see the mayor eating this spider and it's pretty classic. Chomping away. Mm, yeah. It's good. He's got the knife like right in it. Faith comes in 
talking about growing up outside of Boston and like the way she says quarry. When I was a kid, a couple miles outside of Boston, there was this quarry. Yeah. Like it's right. so obvious that she grew up outside of Boston. Like, Elijah Dushku actually did grow up outside of Boston. So I think they just like kind of gave the character this this background because there have been a couple times when her accent has really slipped. Dia boots uh, are pretty okay. strong she sometimes. Said wicked twice this episode. Fuck! Did you miss it? I missed that! They're like, oh, we're gonna tell everyone you're from Boston, so you can just say everything's <gasps> wicked cool, or whatever you Bostoniers say. That's probably Bostonians. Not. I'm gonna go with Bostonites. Bostoniers. Bostoniers. Sure it's wrong. <laughs> it is actually Bostonians, but I like Bostoniers better. Right. Yeah, no, the quarry thing, I was like, okay, hey there. <laughs> the quarry? I yeah, don't no way. Know. This was the scene where she very excitedly claimed that she could jump off of high rocks. <laughs> Yeah. And it was Accurate. very and and that was her evidence for being a badass. Yeah. Like 40 feet. I don't know what that is in real measurements. 5 by 3. <laughs> <laughs> 10 uh, 13. I don't know. Yeah. High. Yeah. Seems high. 13 meters. Is oh, big. that's high. That's like six and a half days. Right. We do measure things that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just to make sure the audience says you're tall, right? We We've stressed this. Have stressed this. As you know, you've listened to all the episodes. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. That's a good misdirect, though. <laughs> it was. Josh knows his shit. <laughs> How did I not call him Josh? You're the worst at this. That I'm the obvious. That's one, very obvious. I'm like way better at this than you. I don't know. I have Yorg. <laughs> that's garbage. <laughs> I'm actually warming up to it. Snorgub <laughs> the snorgub? Oh, please, no. What if Jake is the mayor? What? Because he's the snake up. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Hmm. Jacob Snakeup. So going mayor. into this season, the three things Dave knew about were Faith, Mayor, Giant, Snake. Yes. Okay, yeah. Right. And so, like, we've made it 21 episodes. Giant you, snake. You've just been waiting. Twenty-one episodes for giant snake. If it's not giant snake, I'm going to be so angry. God, <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> so Oz is looking at something through a microscope, which is the way you know that science is being done. We're doing mm-hmm. science. I love it when they do science. Michaela loves science the uh-huh. most. Yeah. Especially I mean, Buffy science. You love when they hack. Oh, they're right? gonna do some hacking oh. later. <laughs> Everyone's angry. I like it when they like make us angry in the same episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was like, what do you think Oz is looking at through this microscope? Poison. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him going up to Angel with a Q-tip and swabbing the inside of his mouth and then spreading it on the slide. <laughs> And being like, I'll be back with this. I know that we really shouldn't nitpick this vamp poison thing, but like, it just makes no sense. How does the poison spread? He doesn't have a heart that's beating, does he? Like, his heart does not beat. He doesn't, like, what? why is his fever going up? Does he have a temperature above room? I don't know. Like, what's his body doing? I don't... Let's just keep coming back to the fun fact that vampires cannot make babies. Right. That part's broken, but they can bone down right they can hop on that train to bone town like you would not believe and that they're just shooting dust (laughs) (laughs) getting it real dusty up in there i never said that before no why would anyone want to have sex with a vampire then (laughs) that's so terrible Holy shit. But, All the imagery. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in this podcast. Just Buffy sneezing the entire 
But I think it is quite clear, though, that vampires can sweat. Yes. It is immensely clear that they can sweat. Like, it's just an amount of sweat that, like... <laughs> Ah, uh, it, like it's a like a sheen over his entire body. It's a glisten. It glistens. They like, misted him down real good, like m- over and over. over. And yeah, like there's one episode where it doesn't matter. Angel has come back from the hell dimension, whatever. And like Buffy happens upon him doing shirtless tai chi, of course. And he's like a similar amount of sweatiness when he's doing the, the shirtless tai chi. And that was really all I could think here is that they found another way for Angel to take his shirt off and get sweaty. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, Buffy's tending to him, and sure. Yeah, we saw a brief scene of Xander and Anya being really adorable, and Anya's got all these feelings that we've already talked about, yeah. but I really like it. I like, this is, the, like, they've pretty strongly figured out what Anya's character is already, mm-hmm. and it is very much this, like, she's just gonna bluntly say whatever it is she wants to say, and yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna stay around and potentially die. Like, even though she has all these weird vomity feelings about Xander, even that isn't enough to make her stay and, like, fight the evil, because that's really not who she is, and it would make no sense at all for her to stay. Yeah. I have a lot of questions about how she has a car, but (laughs) let's not. (laughs) A license, yeah. Um... Didn't have ID for beer the other episode. No. And she just, like, became a human against her will mm-hmm. suddenly. Hmm. Can she drive? Almost certainly not. I don't know. I mean, how... Yeah, like, she's been a demon. She's for been teleporting for a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> Even if there were cars back when she was a human, she would have forgotten by now. And apparently this isn't very canonical. Mm. Like, later on... She is shown to be, like, quite confused by cars. Yeah. And so then this whole thing of her saying that she has a car outside running is right. crazy. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. All right. So we get Wesley coming in with our favorite scene. Anything with Wesley is guaranteed to be gold, right, Michaela? His suits fly as hell. Sure. <laughs> he shows up with some bad news, though. Apparently the Watcher Council cannot help and will not help any vampire under any circumstances. A rule older than civilization. And this is sort of like the first mention we've had of how old the council is. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to forget about this. Or this whole idea of like, there being a group of men who feel that they need to watch over the Slayer, this powerful woman, and like somehow guide her or control her to like do what it is they want and how problematic that is, right? Especially in this show, where it's like, yeah, go women, but there's this council of dudes who is in charge of you. Right. Yeah. The Buffy quits. So, so... okay, Andy, quick question. <laughs> I'm going to pose you a hypothetical. Okay, shoot. You are in charge of an ancient council that has accrued vast amounts of wealth and is tasked only with keeping watch over the Slayer and basically keeping a lock on all the bad supernatural shit that's going down across the world. Slayers are your most powerful weapon in your arsenal by far because they are the ones like fated to defeat vampires and you basically only have one of them active at any time. Bonus, you now have two of them active right now. What do you do? Do you send multiple (laughs) watchers? Do you remain in frequent communication with your watchers? Like, what, what's your general strategy here with managing these Slayers? Do you have vacation time for some of the Watchers and, like, swapping <laughs> out? What What's up here? How many Watchers are there? There's a council. So, so non-specific number, but okay. council. An entire there. council. And yes. you said there's only 
one or two slayers so, so one slayer for all time except buffy drowned in the masturbatorium <gasps> face down in a puddle <laughs> i fucking knew it i knew you were gonna find a way you you <sighs> I'm, I'm sorry that was the end of season one can you go over where she drowned okay so season one's big bad was the master he was like a big bad vampire okay so this is going and yet. he hung out all the time underground in his lair Yep. Which, for obvious reasons, is called the Masturbatorium. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Michaela she might not guessed. be fond yeah. of that name. For some reason. We don't know why. Okay, so Buffy died. She died face down in the Masturbatorium. I made Cody's, by the way. Yeah. She did die. And then was brought was back dead. by CPR yeah. with Angel, who can breathe? Because that's mark. how that works. No, Xander. Oh, Xander right, yeah. Because Angel was like, oh, oh, I don't have any breath. Yeah. You have to do CPR. <laughs> Oh, Angel loves like running places and then being out of breath and being like, "Oh yeah, no, I don't need to breathe." <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. So yeah, she died. This called a second Slayer because mm-hmm. whenever a Slayer dies, a second another one is called. And there's like a sure. pool of potential Slayers who are sort of like the like pre-chosen people who, if the Slayer dies, one of this pool. So then, like the Watchers also watch over the potential slayers okay. or like identify them. i was gonna ask that because like if there's only one or two slayers How but the council's them? not there what are they watching exactly yeah okay that makes sense so multiple watchers for a slayer yes no yeah of course yeah okay um <laughs> you're only asking him you're asking these are leading questions are they if this was a court of law <laughs> yeah i would like... be objecting <laughs> <laughs> so here's the rundown they had two active slayers they had one watcher for them, Giles. Faith went to the bad side, didn't give a fuck, really. Like, tried to take her back to England to be tried by the council, and then when she broke free, we're like, I guess we're not going to do that ever again, and just let her go about her day. Of course. Yeah, decided that she was, like, rehabilitated <laughs> for some unknown reason. Because uh-huh. I guess she started acting more normal once she had defected. Never talked to the active watchers. Like- Never. No. They have to call the council if they want any information. Specifically call them. Which has led to hijinks of the Mm. fake Watcher variety before. Oh, yeah. Like, those sitcom-type problems that could be solved with a phone call. Yep. We've had several of those with the Watcher's council. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good times. I mean, England's in the future, (laughs) (laughs) Dave. That would be unfair knowledge. That would be violating relativity to call them. Right. Tell them things that they can't possibly know yet. No, they tell us stuff from the future. future. Yeah. It's bad times. Anyway, so they've got one active watcher for nominally two slayers. And they send that guy? They send that guy, right? Like, they send a fresh human to be watching over this shit? And so, I don't know if he's, like, a reaction to Giles in that, like... Giles went sort of against all the rules and mm-hmm. was like, fuck you, I don't need your rules. So they sent this like super by the book man mm-hmm. to be like, well, this guy is going to do everything that we tell him because that's all they want. They just want him to be their little pawn and like, you know, do the whims of the council, whatever those may be. Whenever he calls back to find out what those whims might be. I mean, there is an amusing scene of him calling and having to give them the code word. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> bonus for this mm. wesley doesn't have to watch over buffy anymore because she quit the council so he can go watch over faith <laughs> yeah good <laughs> great that'll go great for him oh for the watcher council in general mm. every slayer's 18th birthday they try to kill the slayer 
And it's a wacky game to see if the Slayer survives. Wait, they, what? They don't like, kill her. They, like, take away all of her strength and decks to see if her, like, int and whiz are high enough. <laughs> Wait, they can do that? Yeah, they, they, with like, rocks. Yeah, and injections. Magic rocks and injections. Yeah. So they have a super weapon. <laughs> sure. The only thing keeping civilization together, basically. Sure. Yeah, you might and say. And they choose to take away its strength Just for, like, to try to kill it. A few days. For lulls. And, like, lock it in a house with a vampire. Yeah. How have they survived this long? <laughs> Good question! Now, to Dave's point, the point he used to make a lot more often, but has stopped suspiciously, uh, Slayers are basically replaceable. Yeah. One dies, you just get a new one. That's true, but like, <laughs> don't don't Slayers have some kind of built-up experience? <laughs> you think yeah. so? Yeah. Knowledge. I mean, our, yeah. our plan is to just like drown them one at a time, right? Yeah. Think how many Slayers you'd get. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> You can get infinite slayers. Wait, so when Buffy no. died, mm. yeah. did, did this other one, the badass, become suddenly stronger? Well, Kendra got called and then she died, right. but then Faith got called. There's been another one in between. But right, okay. yeah, when you become the slayer, it is like there is like some sort of magical force that like infuses you. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're stronger, you're faster, like you have huge constitution. Yeah. Buffy's constitution is insane. Yeah. So both of them have this... Slayer Magical power. power. Yeah. yeah. So it's technically, it could be an unlimited source of power. Yeah. Right, that's true. Like, where is it coming from? It's a good question. And it's not just, it's not like they're, ha- they're having it right now. They're sharing it. No. no. No, they both are fully powered. Yeah. So why did no one think of this before? Just I, constantly kill and bring back. The, the Watcher's Council are the dummiest of dummies. They are. They don't think these things through at all. And yeah, I mean, this just proves how little power and leverage they have. Because she's just like, oh, oh, orders? I quit. Yeah. And he's like, you can't. And she's like, mm-hmm. I did. And she retains her power, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like The Watcher Council does the not control The Council has nothing to do with slayers. any of it. Why no. do the Watchers exist Good exactly? question. <laughs> so initially, like, I mean, season one, they needed someone around to give exposition, not only about, like, what the Slayer is and what her purpose is. Of course. But about all of the monsters and demons and stuff. Makes right? sense. They, Giles, have, they have the books. Yeah, Giles has the books. Giles yeah. has all the knowledge. And he's supposed to train the Slayer and guide her. But, yeah, it gets to a point where whenever he tries to train with Buffy, she's just as like, I can already do all of this. Like, you, there's nothing more you can teach me from, like, a fighting perspective. And she has, like, a whole team of people to do research now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why the Watchers... <laughs> test them at 18 because at that point they've gotten too strong and out of hand <laughs> they just replace them oh I yeah like this. that's distinctly possible yeah so buffy goes to do some heroics and giles mentions that he'll call her if angel's situation changes call her on what yeah do they have cell phones no. This no. Era? so in the first season Cordy had this, like, gigantic brick of a cell phone. Mm-hmm. First she's, episode. First episode. And, but she's also, like, hella rich. Okay. There is a season one Angel episode that revolves around Angel gets a cell phone. No. <laughs> so, like, that's the level of cell phone technology that we're at. And if yep. Buffy, a teenager, got a cell phone? Yeah. We would obviously see that. Yeah. So, Buffy's never going to have a cell phone, like, in this show. Yep. No. It's too problematic and... Yeah, it's just, I don't know how Giles is going to call her. I don't know what his plan is, like Bat Signaler or some shit. Oz figures out that Angel needs some Slayer blood to be cured. And Buffy's like, cool, I'll go kill a fucking Slayer. I know one that's up to no good. And uh, then we all are like really not on board for this, right? I have a lot of problems with this. Go for it. Like the beginning of this episode, she was like, man, shucks. 
it would be nice to kill Faith, but I definitely can never do that because then I would become her. Yeah. Oh, oh, my boyfriend's been poisoned? Ex-boyfriend. Whatever. Doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm still gonna go murder this person that I unequivocally said I would not kill earlier today. That was yesterday, Michaela. <laughs> it may have yeah. been. Yeah, you're Buffy right. Buffy is a complicated woman. <laughs> no, Buffy is a young teen and is often written too much like one for my comfort. <laughs> she did call Angel her lover at one point. Ugh, gross. <laughs> After the breakup. Yeah, and I mean, the idea is very much like they both know that they're breaking up because like this can never work. Mm-hmm. He's an immortal vampire. <laughs> And she's going off to college. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know. It sounds so dumb. Right? It sounds like he's an immortal vampire and she's just starting out her life. <laughs> well, what an odd couple we are. It's a rom-com. I don't know what it is. How are these crazy kids going to work it <laughs> But, right. So, I like, they're still, like, they still love each other or whatever. <laughs> But this idea that she's like, fuck it, I'm ready to kill Faith now, no big deal. You're like, what? The, you, this whole season has been about how you are not Faith and you do not kill people. But now she's sufficiently threatened or whatever. Let, let's just talk about Buffy's lock and load montage where she doesn't yes. take fucking anything except Faith's knife. And so the library has a book to age, right? A, a what, sorry? A book to age. <laughs> Jesus. Can you do that one more time? A book to age. A book cage. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So this thing is fucking always unlocked and it causes the most problems because a book cage should be locked at all times. It's full of weapons. It's full of weapons as we see Buffy like grabbing a bunch of Well, grabbing one weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the knife. Yeah. So that's a cage that is just in the library. Any student could go in, find this cabinet full of weapons and be like, why does this librarian have all of these or lock the good people in the cage and do evil things just outside it as have happened yeah. three or four times at this point it's very convenient does it, so wait this cage has a lock yep yeah it's just always it's unlocked pretty... today it's locked buffy is actually shown That's unlocking true. the cage and i'm like now it's locked why I mean, they lock the werewolf in there yeah they lock yeah. the werewolf in there all the time and they lock bad guys in there a surprising amount so, with the weapons i just, I just want to is Oz a werewolf? Yes. yes. Because I got that vibe. <laughs> you looked at him and you were like, he looks like a werewolf. Yeah. Huh. Right? Didn't like, we tell you that he was a werewolf? No, I don't remember that. I don't know. He, he I was just, we told you the yesterday. guy dating the witch mm. has to be a werewolf. Yeah. Right? I mean, I yeah. The lion, the witch, and the werewolf, yeah. <laughs> Classic kids novel. Uh, yeah. Garbage. <laughs> anyway. Buffy picks up Faith's knife, and this is all she needs to go take Faith on. Let's go down for a showdown. They, they have that weird montage where badass girl, Faith, Faith. is boxing, yep. yeah. whereas <laughs> Buffy is washing her face. Because she said that Angel's dying yeah. is what I got out of it. I mean, she's finally taken her hair out of that absurd bun it was in. It does not look Listen, much better. you guys, there was like one piece of hair that was just out of the bun, just like protruding from it. And just the whole time, I just wanted somebody to stick it back in there. And I know you guys didn't notice it, but it was really distressing for it's me. It's like a character in a movie who has the tag sticking up out of right. the back of their shirt. Like, oh, someone just, just put that back in there, you know? Yeah. Right, right. So Buffy does go to Faith's. She shows up 
She's taking a book, a page out of Facebook, or taking a book out of Facebook shelf. Mm-hmm. She's wearing red leather pants oh, yeah. for this showdown with Faith. Right, she's gone full leather. Like, yeah. her coat is leather, and Faith is wearing sparkly jeans and a sparkly jean coat, or like mm-hmm. it's just a jean coat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like all of a sudden, so like evil people wear leather in of this course. show. Yeah, right. When, once Angel turns evil, <laughs> all of his pants are leather. He. I As mean, most of the magic. time, he's just wearing leather pants. <laughs> yeah. He likes to just answer the door in only leather pants. And you're like, Go and wash himself off in the mansion garden sure. slash waterfall. Wearing his leather Wearing only yeah. leather pants. It's all good stuff. But that yeah. can't be good for the pants. And so, I mean... Like, as if they couldn't shove it in our faces enough, Buffy shows up wearing all leather. <laughs> and... I think Faith says something about wearing big sister's clothes, mm-hmm. which yeah. she, she means in the sense of like, oh, so now you're ready to kill people. Yeah. But like also literally. <laughs> literally the like, clothes. Those are the clothes. Yeah. Guys, Slayer on Slayer violence is a real issue that affects many people in our society. We need to talk about it. It's a good fight. It is. It was a good fight. Yeah. Dem stunt doubles, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> getting a lot of work. Mostly stunt doubles. <laughs> Mostly stunt doubles. So much, like, hair flying in front of faces. Mm, yeah. A lot of yeah. that. <laughs> and just, like, the stunt doubles move so differently. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it's so... <laughs> Buffy's stunt double does at least a couple flips. Yeah. Which are really nicely done. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's good. I am wondering what it's like to be Sarah Michelle Gellar or Eliza Dushku. <laughs> filming this sort of thing because right. how much of it is just a camera guy in your face and you just have to make a ha yeah. face and the, the like fighting pose yeah fighting yeah. pose or like punch Punching to pose. back to a fighting pose or like yeah. getting like knocked back against something yeah yeah or like oh your little quip line in yeah. the midst of the fight when like you're not really throwing any punches yeah surely they do all of that and then they do stunt double stuff I or like vice versa i don't know because i'm just oh, i would love it if they swap out frequently <laughs> yeah i was actually yeah. i was pretty impressed because i had watched half of the first episode oh of the first God. season I'm worried. and we've come so far. the fight scenes have come very far <laughs> so far season one in general is pretty rough in terms mm-hmm. of fight scenes and then, I don't know, I think it's probably some point in season two, they get like a decent fight choreographer and all of a sudden everything is like much better. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually very impressed. You can compare Slayer's fighting very co- very favorably to Terminator's fighting in something like Sarah Connor Chronicles mm. or the Terminator movies, yeah. actually. Because Terminator's fight by Terminator A picks Terminator B up, throws through a wall. Right. Yep. Reverse, repeat, fight goes on, basically. That's how Terminator's fight. And Slayers are similar enough to Terminators that it could be similarly boring, but they have that high dex, so they can be jumping over and doing all this more athletic stuff that makes the fight so much more interesting. Yeah, because Slayer Strength, you could just be hucking people through walls, no yeah, problem. for yeah. sure. Yeah, but they don't do that, and it's much more interesting. So much more interesting. And, like, it really feels like Buffy's become a lot less of a glass cannon mm-hmm. in, like, the l- latter half of this season. She used to have garbage cons, now her cons is way like, up. She would get hit and fall down really easily, but not really be significantly injured. Just, like, be thrown around a lot. Yeah. Oh, she's she's clumsy. <laughs> well, she's light, basically. She's yeah. small and light. But yeah, this no, this is a good fight between her and Faith. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it, we see Giles finding a picture of the demon in a book. Right. And it's got, like, a funny three-page fold-out yeah. sort of thing. I mean, obviously, the mayor's a giant snake trapped in a human body. We've all known uh, this yeah. from minute one of the season. Faith Mayor Giant Snake. Yeah. <laughs> Xander gets the nice Jaws reference with we're going to need a bigger mm, boat. Yep. Yeah. That's good. 
Yeah. And we have a little bit of the, I think this is where the mayor is, is eating, eating the his, spider. Yeah. And uh, his other vampire boy band goon <laughs> comes in to tell him that like something was wrong with Faith. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's how, not happy that someone's knocking during his dark ritual. Though. How did, how did they know? How did the vampire know there's something wrong with Faith? That's an excellent question. Yeah. Surveillance? They, I mean, I could see him having people surveilling her. Yeah. Yeah. Which is creepy, but. But I don't know. He's, yeah. He's did the, the vampire run there? Maybe. Because they don't have cell phones. Yeah. And like, are they an arm's length, like purely surveillance and not, oh, she's fighting. We should help. I mean, kind of. if I'm a, a vampire oh, and I'm two not... slayers are fighting, <laughs> I'm not getting involved in any of that. Yeah, good point. Good point. Like that is above my goon pay grade. Yeah. I am immortal until I decide to intervene in a slayer versus slayer fight. And this really like, it's a good point of why a vampire would ever try to kill a slayer. Mm. Right? Like go kill a person mm-hmm. any other person there are who, like seven billion of right them. who like is not the one person <laughs> like sworn to kill you because mm-hmm. you would live forever if you just went and killed really anyone else in fact why would you be a vampire in the same town as the slayer <laughs> these are all good questions now yeah. sunnydale is on a hellmouth the hellmouth has all this spooky mystical energy that draws in demons and vampires and the like and of, of this is the lore. like yeah. hand wavy argument that yeah. like basically explains why sunnydale like you know why is all this stuff happening in sunnydale it's Constantly. like why do the aliens always attack london right yeah. yeah because that doesn't make any sense from a doctor who perspective other than you know that's where the show is made so <laughs> it's pretty convenient it's much easier <laughs> yeah so the fight goes on between the two slayers we get buffy handcuffing herself to faith Faith eventually breaks the handcuff. Yeah, that did nothing. Yeah, it really didn't. It really didn't. Much. Like it, it was a good thought because she doesn't want Faith to run away if things go south for Faith. I like that Buffy has her own set of family manacles. Everyone's got manacles, man. Just angels, Gross, man. I don't know. Gross. Yeah. And then it sort of resolves when Buffy Skyler's Faith, if I can call it that. You or sure can. Alan, sir. Yeah. None of these are referring to you, Jack. Okay, Dorn. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Faith has stabbed so many people that turnabout is fair play, I guess. I just had like a weird flashback to one time you called that segment "Turnabout is fair plangel." Maybe mm, <laughs> that does sound like me. <laughs> or you said it. Maybe it wasn't a segment. That you sounds like a segment. <laughs> said it. Yeah. And Buffy stabs her. She looks really horrified, but like. This was still her intention. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what she came here to do. And maybe she didn't really think through what the consequences of that were going to be. The murder, you mean. But, like, this is worse than what Faith initially did. Because Faith didn't intend to kill Alan. Yeah, no. She thought he was a vampire and she made a mistake. And here's Buffy literally attempting to kill her. If the Sunnydale cops weren't after her at this point, they should be again now They're... for premeditated murder. Uh, the Sunnydale, Sunnydale cops. Sunnydale basically like GTA. If you like leave for long enough, they forget that you, they were after well, you. Well, there are cops. In oh, this yeah. Time. The, okay. They're garbage. Yeah. They're not good cops. They're really bad. And so, yeah, like then Faith falls off into the truck and mm-hmm. there goes all of Buffy's... Slayer blood. Blood, blood bag at this point. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, that's it. Yeah. Now, last episode, uh, I don't know if you recall, Dave, you were going on about how you figured that Faith would be redeemed in some way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm figuring she doesn't die. And, like, you couldn't 
like really see where that redemption was coming from but no. like this is not that no <laughs> no so i have high hopes for next episode i guess graduation day part because two. i mean she was stabbed she fell into that truck and then we're just left to, with question mark mm-hmm. and is she dead they're not gonna kill her like that she did say you have killed me well that's hyperbole who's to say <laughs> I do today all the time. <laughs> I do this. Who's to say garbage that he hates ever so much? You know what? I think I might know who is to say no! in this in this instance Teeks because one. we have a review from our favorite IMDb reviewer Taylor Kingston, Dad, I let you read who may review. have overstepped the bounds of this episode. No. This is. I didn't even. Think. Oh, okay. Let's have Greg here take a stab at it, and Michaela, you can play along. So, Teeks titles all of his reviews with the one where or the one with. I'll give you a a hint that this is a the one where episode title. So, summarize the episode starting with the one where in a Friends style episode name. Okay. Michaela, do you want to take a stab at it? The one where Buffy stabs Faith. Okay. The one where Oz and Witch Girl do it? Willow, do it. Wrong on so many counts. Oh, I had it there. The one where Angel is poisoned, oh obviously. My God. This Focusing is not, on Angel. That is not the not main focus of the episode. centric episode in my mind. <laughs> I really like this episode, he or she writes. It's a great start to the two-part season finale. In this episode, Faith is instructed by the mayor to poison Angel, so she does. Buffy worries trying to find an antidote, and when they discover that Slayer blood will heal him, she goes to fight with Faith to the death. And at this point in the review, I was like, man... That's a lot of summary done real quick there, Teeks. What's going on there? Because I can see like three more sentences. When the fight happens, Buffy stabs Faith, correct? But Faith falls onto a moving truck and escapes. Buffy decides to let Angel feed on her, and he almost kills her. Wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Anya, since she's been to an ascension, tells the gang about the process. That is not meanwhile. Wow, no. Oh, that's confusing. We find out that demons aren't pure and that the mayor plans on becoming a full demon, which are a lot bigger and a lot harder to kill. Wait, what? I thought I thought I was going to get so much more. Oh my god. Okay. So, so okay. So Teeks just got a little confused. Yeah. And forgot where the episode stopped. <laughs> Does Teeks do these reviews from memory? I think so. Yeah. I think a lot of them are done from memory. That's because, impressive. Because there are... Oftentimes, things are said that are strictly untrue, but have, like, they flow an intention with the ep- of truth. Yeah, they flow with the episode's general thrust, It's just, say. like, it'll say, oh, and then they, like, this person comes to them to fight them, and really, like, they've lured that person. So, okay, like, yeah. Xander steals an arm or the gauntlet or something, and right, you're like, and like Angel actually Angel, takes that. Yeah. Right, and so it's just, like, a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, the details are wrong. So it must be for memory, yeah. I think it is, which is very impressive, then. Best part of the episode, when Anya asks Xander out on a date. Mm. I, yeah, that was good. Mm. Worst part of the episode, when the mayor tries to kill Buffy in her sleep because of what she did to Faith. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay, and I also like that when I mentioned Anya, you, Michaela, reacted in a way to suggest that she'll become fairly important next episode. No. Okay. That, that reaction was, Anya's not in the next episode. <laughs> okay. Like, why are we all of a sudden back to talking about Anya? So this, this is a that... real roller coaster. So, okay. <clears throat> Overall, I give this episode a 9 out of 10, which in my ratings book is amazing. That was fantastic 
wow, that just I feel enriched and spoiled all at the same time. I just, yeah, the rage you should feel. (laughs) Josh, how are you feeling about this? Do you think you're going to watch the next episode? Well, I have to now. Yeah, basically. I mean, you need to see what the ascension is. Yeah. But I feel like I had too much spoiled for me just then. (laughs) No. (laughs) You don't, you haven't even seen the giant snake bust out of the little man body. <laughs> and you're like right, that's right. really what we're all there for. Yeah. Right? I don't know yeah. how they defeat it. Maybe a flamethrower? I, I can know. only imagine the CGI. Oh, it's oh. bad. Oh, they've had a CGI snake earlier in the season and it was Anytime they try to do snakes, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. yeah oh, this rough. is a reoccurring thing. Mm. CGI snake. Yeah, this well, will be our third snake. No. Because Reptile Boy that was, wasn't CGI. It wasn't CGI, that was like it was just man bad. in long suit. <laughs> With wires. It was so clear where like his body ended and the suit continued. Think of like a snake centaur. Okay. And that's basically what this guy was. Horrifying. Uh I got some so in French, this episode is called La Ceremonie Partie 1, which is the celebration part one. The ceremony. Uh yeah. Who the fuck translated that? I don't know. There is an English word that means ceremonie. And it's ceremony. Well, anyways, that's pretty similar to like graduation yeah and then uh in german they've gone a really different direction mm. it's called das blut der whatever slayer is in french oh the slayer blood german. German. Yeah, yeah the blood of the slayer yeah which is again that's perfectly reasonable it's just a very different just very very different yeah, yeah. interesting michaela what would you say was the top fashion outfit from this episode <sighs> honestly i had to pause it for a long time when harmony walked down <laughs> those stairs and I just have to stare at whatever the hell it was. It's like like pajamas in mm. a way, but she's at school and like she's like one of the most popular girls at school. Okay, you don't understand this, Alex. Like, <laughs> and like if she's walking around in that, it has to be cool. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. It's become cool if it wasn't before. Yeah, I mean maybe she's just like a trendsetter. That's possible. <laughs> who's, who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. Now York. Let's go to you first for this. Back to York, yeah. Back to York. <laughs> like, I have more. Like, how have you run out? I didn't spend very much time Brad, on this. Brad, Neil, Luke, <laughs> Will, Kyle, you're garbage at this. Shit. There are a surprising number of four-letter guy names. <laughs> yeah. White guy names, Oh, even. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he settled on York. <laughs> who, who do you think won this episode? This was a game one. Yeah. yeah. So if you had to, like, pick somebody who did the best the the best thing or like just in like an overall sense is like the, the winner, winner. The, I, who I, embodies winning i'd say the mayor one mm. this was my first instinct it's a strong play faith getting stabbed makes it a tough sell for me <laughs> because that's like everything is going his way except now his daughter's been stabbed i thought you meant it was a hard sell for you to say that faith was the winner oh, because she'd been stabbed and no. I was like she's no. no that does not make sense but if it's not the mayor then I guess who is it yeah Buffy's Willow, definitely lost Willow gets to bone down yeah finally fucking finally yeah uh, I mean it's like Xander boned down that long ago true Giles is now top dad for Buffy <laughs> I mean, Wesley was never top dad. He was not even in the running. He's like a yeah. weird uncle. That's true. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. Never mind. I was going to ruin something. I'm not going to ruin it. <laughs> Enough spoilers yeah. for me today. Um, I can go mayor, though. I think things are still going the mayor's way. He's eaten his spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his, a victory. His plan is progressing. Yeah. 
And they, I mean, they haven't found a way to stop him. And earlier on, Faith is asking the mayor, like, does he still need her? And he's like, yes, of course, Faith. You're very important. Always. I'll always need you. This is pretty clearly a lie. Yeah. When he's a full demon, you don't eat shit. No, I get the impression that she's the first person he's going to eat. (laughs) He's not the first person. He'll definitely eat Buffy before he eats Faith. Well, it depends. Because if the idea is that Faith has to be there by his side, (laughs) then... I she's mean, just there for the snack. She's a snack, yeah. It does make her sound like first in line for eating. Mm-hmm. And you have to think that, like, Slayer Blood's got some good power in it, right? Oh, wow. Double the Slayer Blood. Yeah. Double yeah. the power. Yeah. That'd be good. All right. Well, Michaela, what is coming up next time on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Does. Uh, okay, I've got some predictions. <laughs> Giant snake bursts out of tiny man body. Obvious. Mayor tries to kill Buffy in her sleep because of what she did to Faith, and Buffy decides to let Angel feed on her, and he almost kills her. I feel like you already knew that one. I'm taking wild stabs. Wild stabs. in the dark. Yeah, it's almost as if... I'm Faith in this scenario, taking wild stabs. Right. She does like to stab. (laughs) I'm not going to comment on any of those things. Hmm. Not at all. And um, I think that everyone should just go and watch it. And not read any more things about it. I've heard this episode is very well paired with part two. Like, watching them together Mm. is so much better of an experience than watching them separately. And you've made me watch this the first one. I've also done this to myself. I don't don't know shit. It's true. And this always happens, right? Where at the end of the part one, it is always like, oh, something very dramatic has happened. And we're like, you want to know what's going to happen next? This one, maybe even more so. Mm-hmm. Just like the things that they've set up. Because there are a lot of things on the line, like Angel's potentially going to die, except the promo for the show Angel just told us all that he's not. And, you know, Buffy's... Faith might die, except Teeks just told us that he's she's not going to die. Right, so I mean, in theory, we'd have lots of questions about what's going to happen next. Setting up all the pieces and they've been knocked down for us. Good times. It will be fun. I don't remember how they defeat the mayor. Possibly flamethrower. Who knows? Who's to say? Yeah. Well, that's it for us from Welcome to the Hellmouth for this week. You can always email us, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. You can find this on the Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. You can find our Facebook page on the Facebooks. And you can reach out to us personally on Strava, the social network for runners. <laughs> I'm on there at Runaway Baby. Michaela? I am on there at I've Run Further Than Dave. Son of a bitch. And Luke, you, what about you? I'm on as uh, Yorgub Snorgub. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast done! (sighs) I'm so angry. (laughs) Jiglins! Well, that's it from us. Until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.